Mama's White Gravy, a podcast of nostalgic days gone, times remembered, sights, sounds, and smells of the past that many call the good old days. We hope that this podcast will give you a way of looking to the future while holding on to those good parts that came before. So here's Clyde McCulley, your host and author of The Boy on Shady Grove Road. I uh, went to back to my hometown, Benton, Arkansas, a few months back and gave uh, some readings of my books uh, at a couple of places there at the Selene Historical Society and also the the old town library from when I was a kid. Anyway, when I was there, I, met, I got to meet a lot of my friends and schoolmates and so forth from 50, 60 years ago back when we were just kids and those little old schools in Benton. Anyway, since then, I've kept up with them uh, on a thing called Selene County uh, History and Memories, I think it's called. It's a little Facebook site. And so every week, people put on different things. Well, the other day, Ann Fagan Smart, uh, when the, when the old school girl there from many years ago uh, she put on a little thing about she showed a photograph from the 1939s or 1940s somewhere in there of this guy with a uh, a uh, kind of a, I don't know what you call it, a cart I guess with lots of feed bags, feed sacks on it and the feed sacks are all different colors, you know, had uh, patterns on them and flowers and birds and all kinds of things on them and she was talking about how her dad used to order these uh, feed sacks that had all these pretty colors on it because her mama liked to take and make dresses out of them. Well, what was interesting is that she put this on, well, she started getting comments about it, you know, and some of the women said, oh, uh, my mother always made our dresses, our dresses for my mama and my sisters and me and sometimes shirts for my brother. Well, I remember my mama used to do the same thing, and uh, my mom always liked to get the feed bags too and see if she could uh, get a pretty... Uh, picture, I mean, pretty uh, pattern out of them, and then she would uh, go to the go to the town, and I remember for ten cents, I think it was for a pattern, a woman could buy a pattern and then come home and make her own dresses. Well, the main thing my mama was always concerned about was when she went to the, uh, uh, you know, the social church socials, uh, church dinners, and so forth. She was always concerned that some other woman was going to be the, that they bought the same feed sack from the same company that my. My mama did. Another woman had this dress just like hers there. So that was a big concern. One of the, one of the big concerns we had is poor people down in Arkansas. Well, other people started to react to Anne's uh, thing that she put on the Facebook. And they, we started. she started getting all kinds of comments. One woman said, oh, my mom always made our panties out of the feed sacks, which I thought was kind of interesting. I guess you'd have to sew some elastic or something around the tops and maybe even around the leg holes. I'm not sure how that would work exactly, but I thought that was pretty cute. Another woman said, oh, my mom always made shorts for us girls out of them. Another, this was mainly women, of course, that were reacting to this, but another woman said, my mom made curtains, curtains for our kitchen and curtains for our bathroom. She would pick out a pretty pattern and then try to get several bags from of the same uh, pattern so that she could sew them, you know, cut them out, sew them together and make, make curtains. Well, Another woman said, oh, my mom always made her aprons out of out of the uh, feed bags. Another one said, my mama made pillowcases. She made all of our pillowcases out of those. Well, you know, that, that was really pretty nice material. What, it wasn't just the feed companies that would put the, uh, the things in pretty in pretty bags. Also, the flour companies did it. I remember my mother used to buy flour, and we had, in the kitchen, we had this big old, uh, uh, what do they call it, side-by-side side or something. Anyway, it had a flour bin, a big, huge one, in one side. 
and you pull that thing open and I think you could pour at least 25 pounds of flour into that and then it had a sifter on the bottom and so you close it back up and then when my mama needed some flour uh, you know sifting for whatever she just go over and just turn that little sifter on the bottom and the flour would come out from that uh, big thing up above that holder and down into her pan or whatever she was needing the flour for and uh, that was kind of an interesting way to do it because she didn't have to then take that little sifter some of you remember those hand sifters they used to have a little tall thing maybe six inches by four inches tall by maybe four inches of diameter and had a little handle on the side you turn it around and around and this little thing kind of spun around on this uh, kind of a uh, screen like material in there and it would sift the flour and get the lumps out of the flour so feed bags and flour bags also were used another lady said my mama made quilts hand hand sewn quilts and she'd take different patterns from the different feed bags and she'd cut them up and make them into beautiful quilts for our beds another man wrote in and he said oh i always use the uh, flower bags he said i always like to put my marbles See, he said some man gave me a hundred marbles or so and he said i had them all in one of these feed bags and that was the thing that i i used i used to love to play marbles too remember those days we had those different marbles cat eyes and different things and uh steelies i think we call them which were kind of steel ball bearings and we'd draw a circle and shoot them and then you know we get each other's marbles that way and always kind of created a little controversy with the, between the boys in our neighborhood because we would you know steal our marbles from the other kids by shooting them and hitting their marbles uh, another woman said my mama made scarves for us girls out of out of feed bags another woman said uh, my dad my mama always my, made my daddy underwear out of them <laughs> i can imagine can't you imagine flowery shorts uh, you want yeah let's let's go not take that any further but uh flowers all over your shorts or little birds or uh, or maybe pine trees or something like that another woman said i had a little dutch doll and my mama would make uh, little dresses for my little dutch doll but she also made a dutch doll quilt i'm not sure what a dutch doll quilt is but maybe some of you listeners might know what that is not really sure oh, another woman said we made school skirts and all of us girls would have the same kind of skirt that we would make out of which i thought was kind of cute another lady said we made pajamas, pajamas out of the feed bags. My mother had a Singer sewing machine that uh, she, it was kind of a, a cabinet and had the pedal thing down below and it was in a nice cabinet and you could reach in and kind of lift it up and you'd open the door up at the top and lift it out into to where you could use it. She'd, you know, thread the needle and then she would start to put the, do the bobbin, whatever that was called. I think it was called a bobbin that she'd run the, the thread around or something and then she'd start uh, sewing and she would take the feed bags on, the so on that Singer sewing machine. That, sewing, that Singer sewing machine really made lots of clothes, saved my mama tons of money by making clothes. Sometimes she'd also buy used clothes and, and uh, you know, and take and kind of tailor them to make them smaller for us or whatever, because uh, she'd go to some of the church uh, places where they'd collect clothing and my uh, some of the women would also order patterns from the daily newspapers i guess the daily newspapers had patterns in them and you could order them from that but anyway all around the house and family and friends uh, all collected their feed bags to to be able to use there are other things too you remember uh, you might remember that uh, freebies were always important especially from 1930s on into the 40s there was not a lot of money in anything and so uh, women will also buy soap with some of them would have little dishcloths in them and some others might have little hand towels some of them would also have glasses and, and 
the saucers and, and bowls. You remember how we used to have little saucers and the cup would fit in the saucer? When I was a kid, my daddy always liked to drink black coffee. And so he would have Mama uh, perky man. Remember the old percolator type uh, perky, uh, coffee makers? She'd perk up a, a pot and pour it into his cup. Well, he didn't like it really hot, so he would take that cup and pour that cup of black coffee into a saucer and kind of let it cool. And then he would take and turn the saucer up to his lips and drink the black coffee out of that. Well, the other day I was watching John Meacham. He's a historian and writer on one of the uh, cable channels and he was talking about something about the, co the coffee and the saucer and cooling the milk or something like that. And I thought, oh my gosh, that takes me right back to my own memories of childhood when my daddy used to do some of those kind of, same kind of things. We also uh, uh, would try to watch the, anything else that we could get free. We, when we were kids, we always liked to try to find cereal boxes that might have some kind of little toy inside. Uh, I remember in the Oh, about 53 or something like that, probably. Uh, Weedy, I think it's Weedy's, Weedy box, uh, cereal boxes started coming with a little uh, miniature license plate stuck on the outside of each one. You know, you had one for Arkansas, you had one for Texas, you had one for Oklahoma. All the different states had their own little license tag. Well, we'd like to get those because we'd buy the cereal, of course, get the, uh, you know, the license plate off the box right away. Had to eat the cereal so we'd get another license plate. But anyway, we would collect them and we'd put them on our bikes and we had Oklahoma tags and Arkansas tags and Minnesota tags. One I always wanted was New Mexico. I thought it was always kind of an interesting tag. But anyway, we'd do that. Then the kids in the bigger city started stealing them off the boxes, pulling them right off the boxes in the stores. So then the cereal company had to start putting the license plates inside the box so the kids wouldn't steal them. And so the problem was you didn't know which plate, which, uh, license plates you were getting when you bought the box of cereal, you knew there would be one inside, but you never knew what it was. So that was kind of a problem, because you were trying to make your collection so you could try to get all 50 of them if you could. Even before that, I can remember when we used to get uh, shredded wheat cereal, when it was the big biscuits. I think there were three, uh, in a, I think there were three rows of three each in it, in the big box from Nabisco, I think it was. And uh, they would have little houses printed on between each layer, between the two layers of the, the biscuits or so, you know, shredded wheat. They would have little box uh, houses uh, printed on them, and you'd cut those out carefully, and they had little tabs on them, and you'd fold those, and then you'd take some glue, which we do, normally didn't have regular glue. We had to make it out of out of uh, our paste out of white flour and water, if you remember, and we would paste those together, and then we'd have little three-dimensional houses that we could set up and have our little villages. We'd run our little uh, matchbox-type cars. We weren't called matchboxes. What did we call those little cars? The little Tootsie cars, I think, something like that, maybe? Anyway, those were fun. So we always want, even Cracker Jacks had a free little gift in them at those times. That's it for today. We, uh, we've had a great time with you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, next time we'll be talking about some more interesting things from the 1940s and 50s, from nostalgic days past, and from Mama's White Gravy, uh, Nostalgic Podcast Radio. Thanks so much. Man.